Hello, and welcome to the Get the Acceptance Letter podcast, where I help busy parents of college-bound students secure top-tier education without massive debt. This week's episode is all about the FAFSA, the free application for student aid. For those of you who don't know, this is a really important document. In fact, the FAFSA is how many people get free money that they don't have to pay back. One of the most common questions people ask is do we have to have our taxes completed before we file the FAFSA? The answer is the 2018-2019 FAFSA requires you to use your 2016 tax information. You should have filed your 2016 taxes by October 1, even with a filed extension. Now, October 1 is when it opens, and it's really important that you get the form filled out as soon as possible. If you follow me at gettheacceptanceletter.online or in the Debt-Free Degree Parent Support Group, you'll see that I've been posting a screenshot of a post that a member made. The screenshot talks about how she waited just one month last year after the opening of the FAFSA and it resulted in the loss of a $1,500 grant. Now I don't know about you but $1,500 would be really helpful toward my son's education. So the FAFSA is a pool of money at the federal level and the state level and people are drawing from the pool. So the earlier you get in, the more chances you have to receive free money. Now, before you get started with the FAFSA, you're going to need the dates of births of students and parents, social security numbers, and exact name on the social security card for both the student and the parents, and a copy of your 2016 tax return a summary of the assets in the parents' names. And I think that I would add, you'll also need marriage certificate or divorce decree because when you have custody um, situations, for instance, a parent is divorced and remarried or the child spends uh, 50% of the time with one and 50% of the time with the other, the FAFSA is going to ask the date the marriage uh, ended and the date the parents were married. Now before you get started, here's another tip. You should create a FSA ID. You'll need that because it is your personal legal signature. You shouldn't create it for anyone else. You and only you should create and use your FSA ID. Parents should not create an FSA ID for their child and vice versa. Doing so may cause issues with your child's financial aid. So once you gather your information, you're going to go to fafsa.ed.gov and then click start a new FAFSA to begin. I'm giving presentations walking you through the FAFSA page by page and if you go to gettheacceptanceletter.online 
you'll be able to find out when I give those presentations. Or you can join the Debt-Free Degree Parent Support Group on Facebook. Okay, a couple of more tips before I sign off. You're going to need to take notice of the banner on the side that has the helpful hints and tips. Alright, one more tip. You'll want to answer all of the demographic questions. In fact, if you have a son who's not registered for selective service, you can click a place on the FAFSA and they'll register him through that form. Okay, I can't resist. I have to give you one more. When you're entering your high school, leave it blank and just enter the city where the high school is located. And then it'll populate much more accurately. All right, I'll stop there. Until next time, happy submission.